When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Be spoiled this Father's Day with Versace Poor Home. 100 mil, just 59.90 at Chemist Warehouse. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on ECNZ. Kia ora and good morning. This is Baz and Izzy for breakfast on SENZ. It is just after 8am on Monday the 30th of August. And oh, I would love them at cafe. Right about now, as I'm sure would my man Izzy, but not yet. Hopefully soon. Oh, please. A little bit of caffeine. But in the meantime, we'll just have to make do with just our chat to get up, us up and about. Is, mate, uh, well, some Bears, I don't need caffeine, mate. I don't, I'll tell you that, oh, I don't really? need caffeine, mate. My tummy is rumbling, and that would absolutely make it worse. But it's all right. I've got a green tea here, bud. got a green tea here to settle down. And my wife actually... I don't know what she's delivered me, but she delivered me, I think it's um, Slippery Elm or something. Maybe something for your tummy, a bit of probiotic or something like that. Yeah, mate, I'm struggling here. Slippery Elm. Struggling. Right. Oh, that's not good. It's a shame, mate. Far out. <laughs> oh. Sorry for you, old boy. Oh. oh. The last time I saw you like this, last time I saw you like this was when Cully was on the show. He turned into oh, a Oh, Tony. Tony. Uh, hey, we've got a couple of texts uh, here. We've got a whole lot of texts, actually, which we're going to have to fly through. I'm just going to read out uh, one or two here and then throw it on to you to read out as well. Baz, man, what's the tip of the day? Well, be patient. Okay, good things come to those who wait. We'll get you one soon. There's going to be about 10 racing days in a row to get to as well. Also, can we get a shout-out to Oceanside Jiu-Jitsu? Okay, thank you, Chris. Oceanside Jiu-Jitsu, shout-out to you. Is you want to read through a couple of those, my friend? Yeah, got a got another one here. Uh, NRL great competition. Only Souths and Newcastle can relax as their positions are fixed in. So it comes down to the final round to sort the rest out. What a great competition! That's from Craig. Awesome, awesome. That's what we want when when the competition's up. We don't want anyone cemented at the top. We want it to be a contest right to the end. And then I've got another one here. Izzy, you've played a similar game to league, but. From a distance, the trail came from. There was no way it was accidental. Way, eh? some media in Australia are saying he didn't mean to do it, and that's from Mike. And Louis, you got a bit of audio? Okay. Oh, 
Wow. Soft playing advantage there. Yeah, I wow. So that's on report. I'm going to leave it at that. Rabideaus okay, have got the wobbles a little bit here. I was going to come back and penalise you, okay? For high con... No, no. Hey, Joey, Joey, Joey. <laughs> Joey would like to ask a question. He's very upset by what happened. Well, there you go. Joey Manu, high tackle from Charles Mitchell. And for me, there was no way that was accidental. You could see from the distance he travelled, he had one sight, one person in his mind. That was his good friend, Joey Manu. And what I didn't see, he didn't drop, mate. He went in, he flew at his head. No, no arms, just straight. No dip in his tackle, anything like that. But anyway, what do I know? It's time for a McCafe coffee catch-up. And this morning, we've got a rugby league great on the show. 32, Tess Kiwi, and a legendary rooster, Hugh McGahn. I know he'll be absolutely disgusted with what went on over the weekend up against it. South Sydney Rabbitohs uh, neighbours. The injury-riddled roosters went down 54-12. But it was the shot from the trail Mitchell on the Kiwi star, Joey Manu. That has taken the headlines. Hugh is on the line. Good morning, Hugh. What's your take on that little shot on his good friend Joe Manu, mate? Good morning, Israel. Um, I think, like a lot of people, I think uh, everyone's they're at odds as to whether it was intentional or not intentional. The fact is that he he did hit him high. Um, I don't think it was mm. intentional, but he he went in with the with the thought, "I'm going to take him out. I, I need to shut him down," and he threw his body. Uh, body on the line, um, and you call that reckless. Um, but any shot high uh, and to the head with force um, is, is an automatic send-off, and irrespective of whether there was intention or not. And we've seen it in, in, in both codes, rugby league and rugby union, where any any shot high, um, there are consequences. Mm. Um, but it, it's it's more the aftermath, I think, that's created a lot of the uh, the discussion around it. Yes, it was high, it was um, uh, non-intentional, uh, but the injury sustained um, mm. is, has been the talking point. And um, I, like a lot of other people, and yes, the old foe, the Rabbitohs, um, I've, I've got a daughter-in-law who's a Rabbitohs fan, and um, uh, my son, Matt, uh, being the husband, there was a lot of discussion Friday night with all of my sons uh, over Viber, because they're all living around the world, and it was a very heated conversation. <laughs> well, um, is Latrell like this? Is he's had his own? He's had his fair share of um, yeah adversity over the last couple of years. A bit of public, um, yeah, things have gone on in the public. Is, is Latrell in real danger of letting himself and his career down by not cleaning up his game? Um, oh, he's, he's really riding a fine line. Um, earlier this year, mm. there were a couple of instances against uh, West Tigers where he lashed out with a boot and hit a guy in the, in the head. Um, took a guy out again high um, with his forearm intentionally going to the, to the head of a player. And he, he caught some, um, some time with that. And there has been other instances um, uh, last year. Um, he, he plays on, a, on a knife edge. He's a very aggressive player. Um, uh, the, the instance that really catches me with with Latrell, and and I've I've met the young man, and he's a delightful um, gentleman. Mm. And uh, but when he gets to the field, he has a bit of a transform, and um, and and not on the on the on the better side of uh, of a of a character. And uh, with with that though, um, he has to learn to temper his um, his anger, his frustrations, uh, his aggression. Um, 
and for me, he's still just a little bit immature in that in that sense, where he wants to to be seen to be backing up his teammates or doing this for his team, uh, but to the extent where he stands stands over people, throws balls into their into their head, um, and then five seconds later puts a smile on his face and wants to be a brother with them again. That that, that to me just says someone who hasn't got control of his emotions at the moment. So it, you're right. I think he he is in danger um, if he doesn't learn from these lessons. Um, then he's going to be he's going to be out of the game for for a, a, a fair while. But having said that, mm. he's just such a, a great player that clubs will, I think will try and work with that um, to get the best out of him. And if they if they sustain a few weeks on the sidelines, I think they're willing to, to cop that given what he can bring to a team. See, that's an inter- interesting point you made there as well around him being a great player because there has been a little bit of criticism of the NRL that they do protect their best players as well. When it comes to disciplinary, disciplinary, can't even get that word out. Crikey! Um, but some of the action that they take as well. Uh, I mean, that that incident to me, it, as a as a novice, it just looked buggish, you know. And and I just can't see how they could even how they can't throw the book at him. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. The, the the problem that they've created for themselves is their their whole rulings, their their, their grading systems on their penalties, and then the in the disciplinary committee. Um, uh, firstly, you've got um, uh, humans making a, a decision as to what, what grade it fits under, um, and then the the grades themselves have so many loadings and so many variances in them that it's hard to get any sort of consistency. Um, we've gone from one extreme where you had, uh, and I'm talking way back when I was playing uh, well, in, the, in the 80s, where you had one person, Jim Comans, who on his own, he made the call of what um, penalties were handed out. He was the uh, judge and jury, um, and we were getting up to 12, 15, 18 weeks, and there, were, uh, there was a guy who had 18-month suspension uh, from the game. Uh, that, that started to change the way... Um, a, a loading system came in or uh, rules came in because it was just set on one person. Um, but I think we've gone the other extreme now where we're bringing in too many rules, too many different variances in, in all of those those loadings. Um, but you're still getting human human error uh, being brought up um, in this whole case. And even from that game itself, Henry Perinara, the video referee, mm. not taking any action until Joey Manu stands up and starts having a, having a crack, and then they really have a, have a look at the video. Then he then he steps in, but then he comes in with a uh, a yellow card as opposed to a red card. Mm. So there's, there's there's a whole lot to take into account. But um, like most most sports people, you'd look at that and say that's that is thuggish, that's crazy that guy should be wiped out of the game for a, a long period of time. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Hugh McGann on our, our McCafe coffee catch-up this morning on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Hugh, you mentioned before about your your kids and, and your family, how you're, they're all scattered around around the place. So what, what's, the, what's the story there? What are they up to? Uh, well, as I mentioned before, uh, my son Matt uh, is playing. He's just gone back to Japan. He's playing with... Um, the Rico Rams up there, um, uh, and it's his wife who's the, the Rabbitoh supporter. Uh, they've got uh, two young children who we only just met uh, about six weeks ago. They came back, or eight weeks ago, they came back from Japan, and we've just met the new grandchildren there. By, uh, I've got another son who's married up in uh, in Birmingham, up, up in England. Uh, he's playing and coaching rugby up there. Uh, he's also got a, a son 
um, with his wife that uh, we haven't met yet. And I've got another, <laughs> uh, another boy, Rory, who's living in Sydney uh, under the same conditions we are at the moment in some sort of lockdown. And uh, so they are scattered all over the place. Oh, that's pretty well, must You must be pretty excited once all this COVID stuff gets over and done with. You'll be able to travel around and, and see all of them, I'm guessing. Yes, we hope so. We, uh, we've we been planning it for a while, but the uh, uh, the lockdowns and the quarantines and, and trying to find spaces on uh, on the computer hasn't made it easy. Um, and, and given work and everything else, it, uh, it, it's, it's, yeah. a, it's a difficult time, but one we want to really try and... Uh, make up for it uh, at, at some stage, but we've got uh, a lot of sport to watch in between uh, before all that can, can really happen. Yeah. Well, I've played Matty quite a few times, mate. He's a classy player. I remember we played him in Japan when I was over there a couple of years ago. He played for Yamaha. Uh, he carved us up, absolutely teed us to shreds. Did you ever try and convince him to go down the league league track? Well, actually, he he, he did all this time with, um, uh, with rugby. He was at uh, Westlake Boys. Uh, then he went to Mags. Uh, for a little while, and uh, they won national champs. Uh, this is first 15. And uh, yeah. then he ended up, out of the blue, he signed a deal with uh, the Melbourne Storm for three years. Um, he mm. wanted to learn how to tackle. He, he wanted to learn different aspects um, and wanted and went to a really good club. He was picked up he was there for there for three years, uh, but uh, decided to come back to, to rugby. I didn't think it was going to be his... Uh, his action, so he came back to, to rugby, and um, uh, uh, but he has it in his, his brain. He thinks he might be a good coach at, at rugby league. I think coaching will be something that he might take on a little bit later on. Um, but uh, yes, he, he's had his um, stint at it and uh, and enjoyed it and learned a hell of a lot under the likes of uh, mm. Craig Bellamy and and in this time there with with Cameron Smith, Cooper Cronk, Billy Slater. He enjoyed he really enjoyed his time, and and you can see why. Uh, Melbourne Storm are so successful with the the whole character reference they make to, to players. Um, he's made a world of difference, and um, he's picked up on a lot of those. And he um, he's doing very very well for himself, and um, uh, happy happy that he is. Um, just uh, under a cloud, under all this COVID stuff up in Japan, where it's it's still a small issue. Um, he just got back into yeah. training after his uh, uh, um, isolation period, and um, but they're. they're they're still stringent on their rules and, and everything else that they do up there. And like you, you would know, they're, they're very compliant, the Japanese, and uh, they don't yeah. need hard lockdowns. But uh, a lot of yeah. the people just do things because it's the right thing to do. Yeah, I've seen only ones breaking rules, all those bloody Kiwi foreigners, I'll tell you that. Japanese, they are <laughs> Japanese citizens, they follow the rules. Um, mate, just before we go, the Warriors, can you give us anything to cheer us up? Cheer bears up, mate. He's a bit deflated this morning. I am a bit well, deflated. I think the Warriors. Yeah, it's it's been really a, a, a disappointing season for them. But given what they've had to to put up with for the last two years, um, there's been a number of changes uh, within the, uh, um, the within the club, coaching wise, uh, general manager wise. Um, and players moving in and out, and obviously uh, Roger Tuivasa-Shek uh, uh, withdrawing a uh, number of players that left through the year. They brought some very good players coming in. Now, if they can if they can keep that group, what I what I have noticed, even though the results haven't come, what I have noticed, there has been a change in the way that they're, they're playing their game, the way that they're moving forward. Um, Adam Fidua Blake, I think, has been a major contribution towards that. Mm. There are some good players, even um, uh, Matt Lodge. 
despite his background. Um, and Matt did some time with him at, when they were both at the Melbourne Storm many years ago. Um, uh, he is a, even, even though uh, public image on him isn't great, he is a really good guy and um, wants to do the right thing. Has a couple of brain snaps, yes, like a few of us have in, in uh, earlier days. Um, but um, he has to learn. I think he has got to the stage where he, he's learning con- to control those. But I think there's 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 a good base starting to, to take shape within the, the Warriors at the moment. Their biggest issue at the moment is, is their halves. What is going to be the halves pairing moving forward? They've got their fullback in Reese Walsh if the Broncos don't come in and, and take him. Uh, you've still got Harris DeVita uh, in there, who I think is a long-term uh, prospect uh, for them. So they're looking for another half, and they've got to settle on a on a uh, on a, on a hooker. Once once that's settled, um, I, I think the rest of the team is looking in good shape. I, I'm disappointed to see uh, Peter Hikulu, but uh, I think he's been great for them, especially these mm-hmm. last two years um, away from home. He's he's been a major contributor to, towards them, and disappointing to see him go. But, uh, but I think there there is hope, um, and I'm not a Warriors supporter. I, I I like them because they're from New Zealand, and we and we support them here. But obviously, being a, a Bruce's man, that's that's what I'm focused on at the at the moment. But I, I think there is there is hope um, further on down the track. I, I like um, Nathan Brown. I think he's got a good head on him. I think he he's got a good basis for for building a a team for the future. Well, that's very encouraging to hear Hugh McGann say the Warriors have got some hope and there's a little tidbit, a couple of tidbits in there as well, exactly where we need to strengthen. I'm a Warriors fan. We're keeping the faith as we always do. Tell us, Hugh, uh, before we let you go, mate, who's going to win this year's NRL? Uh, I, I really, I can only see uh, one of the top three in Storm Panthers um, and you have to throw the rabbits in there. The Latrell Mitchell will be a major loss for them six weeks out. That's his season done. Um, it has to be out of those those two. The Storm Storm Panthers. I lean towards the Storm because I, I I've always liked the club. I just like their their whole being and what what they're on about. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me if the if the Panthers get up. But Nathan Cleary in that team, they're a big shot of winning winning the uh, the. Uh, the grand final this year. I, it's it's got to be one of those two teams. Like you can't really seriously look at anyone else. The inconsistencies of all the other teams start to, to pop its head up. Those other two have been consistent throughout the year. Uh, awesome, Hugh McGann out of the Roosters in Sydney, mate. Thanks so much for your insights into what's happened over the weekend and uh, all the best. And give give Maddie my regards over in Japan, mate. All the best, Israel. Thank you very much. Thank thank you, gentlemen. Awesome, awesome. There's Hugh McGann, mate. All things league champion. Yeah, some fascinating insights there, eh? Just very considered man, isn't he? Very considered and incredibly knowledgeable, clearly, on uh, on the sport of rugby league. And it's good to hear him talk about his kids, too, and see what they're up to. And another lovely McCafe coffee catch-up for us is, this time with Hugh McGann, former test skipper. And big roosters, man, eh? Strong roosters, man. You could pick that up in the in his chat too, couldn't you? Mate, I picked it up when you brought up the kids. Like, I've played against Matty plenty of times, mate. He's an absolute class player. He plays over in Japan now. He played out of the Blues, uh, North Harbour, 
so he's he's real skillful. So I was, yeah, that's that's a great little insight you gave me there, uh, Bears. Cheers for that. He's yeah, good, good classy little player. Matty McGann over in Black Ram, Rico over in, over in Japan at the moment. Yeah. All right, we're gonna shoot off to a break. It's twenty-one minutes past eight in the morning here on Baz and Izzy for breakfast. We've got Paulie Mawate from the TAB after this, but for now it's big thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 21 91.